Are you having a beer or no? Uh, coffee. Um, I drank enough this weekend, so. I just had a coffee, but then I'm doing like a back-to-back. You know, like I had the yeah. coffee first, now the beer right beer, afterwards. Yeah. I feel like that's like, I just got a workout in. So that's like the perfect recovery combo with some food. Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, you were talking about not taking good care of your body. I've also been trying to get back to it. And then this weekend was a step in the, two steps in the wrong direction for yeah, sure. You know, one beer, you know. <laughs> yeah, it might have been more than one. I, you know, I just call it Silver Gatorade, Coors Light, you know. <laughs> Silver Gatorade, Coors Light. <laughs> Uh, all right, now we're in a good mood. Let's do a podcast. Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week nine is just about done. We've got Sheffield and Arsenal on the way. But Jake and I are about to get our pod in anyways. Jake, how are you, buddy? I was in a dark place uh, yesterday. I think I still am in a dark place, but there's light at the end of the, the tunnel. Okay, why why so dark? Just, I, I can't remember the last time I had a week where I didn't have a player score a goal, but maybe, I don't know. You had zero goals this week? Zero goals, yeah. God, you're shit at this game. <laughs> I am, I don't know why we have a podcast, it's a great question. You should probably quit FPL. Yeah, we did talk about that. Are we going to bring that up now or later? <laughs> Can we wait? What minute um, was? It was like halftime. It was literally halftime in the Bournemouth-Norwich uh, City game. And I'm like, if neither of these teams score, I am quitting FPL this season. And uh, lo and behold, neither team scored. I think most people were probably feeling similarly, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I do. I just, I can't. Is there like an explanation to how there was no goals in that game? Like I didn't watch the game. I, but I didn't get a chance to You take to a either, team, no. you take two teams, <clears throat> neither have had a clean sheet the entire year. I also read a stat that Bournemouth um since they made it to the Premier League, which I forget what year it was, but it was like at least 4 or 5 years. They are th- joint or they're third um among Arsenal and Leicester are the only teams teams ahead of them that when they play in a game, both teams score. They, I think Arsenal are first with 93 games and Leicester are second with 92 and Bournemouth was third with 90. But it like so happens to be the fact that when I have three players in a game like that, it's a clean sheet and none of my players were defenders. If you were, if you were wondering listeners, that's a, it's an interesting stat. So, so what you're saying is, when when the team plays the so they just don't keep cleans is that basically what the stat is they basically, score and yeah, the, basically others, the stat. other team so, scores too right yeah arsenal and leicester are the only other teams that basically both teams score in the game more frequently than any other teams huh that's interesting yeah. wow yeah. you do suck at this game i know <laughs> um Oakwell wrote in and said, Aubameyang is my captain tonight. If he scores whilst you're live recording, then can I get a celebration from Jake? Well, the, the game starts in 25 minutes, Jake, so we'll be there'll be some crossover here between the podcast and the match. If Obama man uh, drops a goal, will you live celebrate? Yeah, I'll live celebrate, but I'm not going to watch while I podcast. That, that sometimes is bad, so I'm going to just look at the score intermittently. Why is it bad? We could get it up like at the 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 break of our podcast. That could be good. Yeah, I guess. Maybe we'll do it then. 
So okay. if he scores before it, we get our, we get to our break. Then I don't know. Then I don't know if I'll celebrate or not. Wow, really letting Oakwell down. Uh, Wilson wrote in. I've been crossing my fingers for a pod today. I'd have 12 more points if I hadn't made any transfers, which had me thinking, if you could go back in time just once, would you use it to change your game week or prank Jake? Uh, that's Oh, that's for me. Um, I don't know, Wilson. That's I would probably do neither of those things if I could time travel, to be completely honest. I, I don't know that FPL would be on my mind uh, if I had to do that. But if those are my only two... My only two choices, um, I definitely would use it to change my game week because that basically is like a prank on Jake, right? He bases his life and the success of his life off of how he performs against me in this game. And so, yeah, just changing my game week and smashing him would break his soul and his spirit. Is that fair, Jake? Yeah, that's a that's a good uh, answer. I just want to know who Wilson would have had twelve more points. Like, I guess maybe he was considering like Vardy and Jimenez. She. Like, it's a she, Jake. She, she. Sorry, she. God, I apologize. You, just, you know your constant sexism on this podcast has real. I've had it up to here, Jake. And right oh now, just gosh. so you know, I'm holding my hand up as high as I can in my room. As high, as high as I can. Listen, that's how high I I've remember had it. her name's Meredith. I just forgot because Wilson. When you see oh, Wilson, you, you think first name. I'm sorry. You know Gosh, the first. Okay. You know the first name. Yeah, I M-D- care. I actually M-Dubs. have a good M Dubs. M Dubs. I, like, I actually I have like a pretty him. good memory. I I really do. Yeah. Do you remember that you're an idiot? Yes, frequently. <laughs> All right. What would you do, Jake, if you could go back in time for a game week? I would prank myself. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. Ah, you're so broken. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, Lego Mane wrote in uh, on, on our kind of our big picture topics, keeping going with that. Are these game weeks quicksand? Are our ORs doomed to be stuck where they are uh, with only a lucky few visionaries breaking th- uh, free and pushing up the ranks? Or will our premium players throw us a rope and reward our patience with some juicy captain hauls? It's a good question, and you last week, Jake, talked a little bit about it, uh, about kind of how challenging this the, the FPL game is in general, uh, especially considering how hard it is to climb out of, of poor overall ranks. I would be really interested. I know I've seen some stats and some people that have talked about uh, kind of the potential for growth in your OR uh, or I guess shrinking of your OR, getting a better overall rank. Uh, but I, I mean, I'll just be honest. I, I've always been an advocate and, and stood by. I think if you don't start the season well, like in the first you know five to 10 game weeks, it's almost impossible to have an incredible year. Yeah, it would be interesting to figure out the whole, if you took a lot more hits at this point in the year, do you end up making a difference? Because that's the thing. I mean, I, I banked my transfers, didn't work out this week, and now I use both. So if I miss one or both of those, I'm I'm really screwed for the rest of the season. That that also begs the question, do you uh, hit your wild card right away in like game week 15 through 17? even though that may hurt you on the back end with all the double game weeks. And it's a tough question to answer. You've already used your transfers for this week, this upcoming game week, game week 10. I did get aggressive with it because I needed to save a little bit of money. Oh, I can't wait to hear what those are. And I can't wait to cross my fingers and hope they fail. (laughs) They probably will. (laughs) Uh, Liam wrote in, what's the best way to deal with a bad game week? Beer, 
or beer. That doesn't leave us a lot of wiggle room. Uh, I don't advocate for drinking your problems away. Um, alcoholism is a pretty serious, Liam, uh, and it affects a lot of people. But if having one beer helps you relax a little bit, why not have 12? <laughs> I choose beer with the capital B. That's what I choose. <laughs> it was, up, yeah, a capital beer or lower beer. Um, I mean, for, for me, it's just... Uh, and I've had a couple – I've had a lot of really average game weeks this year. I haven't had any – I don't think I've had like a stinker yet. You know, like where you have the average is 40 and you had 12, you know, or 15, like something like that's just ridiculous. I haven't really mm-hmm. had those game weeks yet, but I've had a lot of average game weeks. Uh, you know, I think we all – the reality of it is like most game weeks are average or slightly below average. And then you you nail your captain and your transfer once every – I don't know, five to 10 game weeks and you have like a, a great game week where you fly and you're really, really good. Uh, so yeah, you have to learn to just deal with the game weeks. I don't know. You just watch the football and enjoy it and, and get on with your life, I guess would be my suggestion. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that's a good suggestion. I don't know. I, I just did something else this weekend because day one was terrible and I expected day two to be bad and it was. I mean, <laughs> Mane got a goal taken away from him probably rightly so i didn't even see um and then trent hasn't done much at all i saw someone post that trent hasn't gotten a return in his last three games and he only has two clean sheets on the year which is is that right that's crazy liverpool yeah. only have two clean sheets we've got yeah. a, a question about that in the second half of the pod that we're going to touch on and i think it'll be interesting to kind of dig into that idea a little bit um unsuspendable wrote in four-day electronic music fest and arts festival you should go to so basically every every game week you have to take four days off of work so that you can go to an electronic music and arts festival if you want to be happy well i think in europe at least you get that time off here we don't we just get fired <laughs> if we do that they also they're like oh yeah you want to do you want to do 400 days off a year go ahead it's fine it's europe yeah you know it's good we also have music festivals every weekend. That's all we do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like a great place. I'm going to move there soon. Well, going from where you are now to there, nothing could be worse than where you are. Uh, Jamie Dodd wrote in, I've watched football since 1996. My wife can't stand the sight of it. I spend ages playing FPL, carefully selecting my squad. My wife forgets to set her team and doesn't know who's in it. I got 26 points in game week nine. My wife got 47. Why? Why, Jake? Why did that happen to Jamie? Yeah, I mean, this kind of seemed like one of those weeks that that would happen, though, to be fair. I, you know, my my graveyard team probably did better, or whatever you call it. My zombie team that I haven't adjusted probably did better this week than my regular team. It, there's just weeks like that. You know, maybe she had Alonzo. Maybe she likes him more than she likes Jamie. I don't know. Yeah, he'll probably Alonzo will probably kill her though if she gets too close. So <laughs> very true. Whoa, murder jokes. Maybe we should stay away from those. Uh, we're in a dark place. I think they're okay. <laughs> Appropriate. Uh, Indian Drake wrote in. Great name, BT Dubs. Uh, podcast topic idea. Since I'm tanking in my work league, I don't know that tanking is a thing in FPL, but uh, well, maybe he just means he's doing poorly, not doing poorly on purpose. Uh, in America, when we say tanking, I don't know if it's the same in Europe, but when we refer to tanking, it means you're doing it on purpose. Like you're losing 
to lose a lot of times in yeah. Europe is for, so, or for for in the US it's for draft picks. So yeah, maybe he's doing that, that. Exactly. You get something in return if you tank well, you know. Right. Cuz that's how America works. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it's funny like how um how indiv- individualistic and like capitalist we are in in most of the things that we do. Uh, but then when it comes to our sports leagues, we have all these absurd rules to try to create parity within the leagues. Uh, and yet the parity doesn't exist by any means. Uh, everybody just finds ways around it. Um, but it is kind of interesting. Um, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, would providing false information, for example, about different players to colleagues be a viable method to gain ranks? Examples, uh, being lying about XG, telling people that players are injured, etc. Um, yeah, Indian Drake, if you haven't been listening to our podcast, it's the only reason we started one was to lie, you know, to the thousand or so listeners every single week so that we can jump them in OR. I, I don't, we've been very transparent about that. We're all on the same page. That's what's happening. Yeah. Do it with my friends all the time too. Someone texts in. Yeah. Like this player is great. Oh, you know, he might be injured for two weeks, but Hey, he'll be good. Who knows? Yeah. I love it. Also, important pod question. Would you ever rather have fingers as toes or toes as, as fingers? I think we've had this question like four times. I yeah. don't know. It's They're definitely not coming from Americans. They've come from Indian Drake. Well, I don't know. I'm assuming he's Indian. I don't know. Or English well, What folk. if he's Native American, though? No, that's... I mean, that's fair. I don't know. I mean, is he using no. Indian right then? Shouldn't it be Native American Drake? Yeah, that's true. Fair point. I'm just saying, man. I don't know. It's 2019. We got to be careful. But uh, but haven't we always answered this as we both rather have fingers for toes? Correct. Yeah, that'd be a huge huge advantage. Huge yeah, advantage. it doesn't doesn't really make sense. It's again one of one of the easiest questions that we've gotten for the fourth time. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, this was really a bright, bright start to the pod here, Jake. Uh, a lot of quality and really good, good uh, FPL information for everyone. Um, you know, I, I did want to just speak briefly to that, and then we'll get into how our teams did, Jake. And you know, just for newer listeners or people that kind of started this season, and you know, what is your podcast really about, or what are you guys trying to do, or why do you do a podcast? Like Jake and I are both. And we've said this a hundred times now in this season, especially like we're crazy busy with life and with things. And, and the podcast gives us an excuse just to like call one another and talk FPL. And it's awesome because we have a cool community of people that send in questions. Some of them very serious, some of them in jest, some of them uh, just for fun or, or to see what Jake and I say. Um, but, but uh, you know, there's times sometimes when, I think to myself, man, like we should really just focus a little harder on FPL. But then I remember that it's the podcast is just for fun, right? I mean, we're hoping that you get some good ideas out of it, that you enjoy, you know, listening to some of our banter and talk about FPL. Um, you know, I'm not saying that our information or our, you know, the product that we produce is going to make you number one in the world. Um, I think you can tell by our ranks right now that that's not the case. So if that's why you're here, Sorry. you might be confused. Uh, but if you enjoy just like talking FPL and, and, and enjoy having a good time and making fun of Jake and hurting his feelings, then I think, you know, we're all on the same page. It's a good time. Yeah. You're in the right place then. (laughs) Certainly. Certainly. Jake, let's get into our teams a little bit. Um, how did, I mean, we still have a game to go. Um, we both have players to play or are you done? 
I am done. Um, okay. Do you want Lund- to get into Lundstrom your team? and Gwen Doozy are buried on my bench. Uh, I don't want to, but I will. So I ended the week. Well, current. Sorry. Currently, I sit at 31 points with Cantwell coming in for a big haul of three, which is actually pretty good for my team. Um, so the average is 30. The f- I'll try not to swear. The craziest thing is that I'm actually green arrowing in every single league that I'm in this week. So I know everybody else had pretty bad weeks. Um, so makes it hard because I don't, I guess I'm rooting for like a 1 1 draw, but deep down I'm still rooting for Arsenal to win. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe like Chambers can score a goal or something, something weird. But yeah. Uh, there's not really much to talk about. Uh, Otamendi is an issue now because I don't think he's ever going to play again. Uh, I got clean sheets from Dinge, good old Lucas from Everton, and then Tamori got who me five. You, he got who a, told you to play to play Dinge? You you did. You told me to play Dinge instead of Cantwell. I don't think it would have mattered because Otamendi didn't play, but I do appreciate it because Dinge would have definitely been the first off my bench. But I appreciate it. Uh, then. I had De Bruyne and Sterling and Mane, and they didn't do anything except Sterling got an assist. And then I had Abraham, Wilson, and Pookie, and it just is sad. And I ca- I captained Abraham. Yep, so that was great. So yeah, pretty pretty bad week all around. Yeah, pretty rough. Um, what was your so? Give me your current game week rank, which obviously will change, and then your current <laughs> overall. Okay, so my game week rank is 2,860,000, which, again, I don't even know how I'm green arrowing. My overall rank is 4,400 or sorry, 445,000. I'm trying to look where I... So basically, I moved up 3,000. So it's probably the smallest green arrow I've ever had. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably not true, but it's a, a very small green arrow in a in a I don't know. It's just bad. It it's bad. Oh, a ladybug just flew in my hair. Yeah, it's like that bad. It's actually no, that worse. Just, it it's actually a, just happened, Jake. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I have a name like Marcus Alonso as well. That's the issue I'm dealing with. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I was gonna say how'd your team do, but I can talk more if you're. No, shut up. To get just that. shut up. Okay, okay, I want to okay. do. I want to do my team now. I'll deal with yeah, it. You yeah. can make a little home in there. Can burrow down. Can help me with drunk driving so that I don't run into anyone. Um, <laughs> hashtag Marcus Alonso. Okay, it's a Alonso show. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Uh, okay. So I had. Uh, I'm on 32 points right now. Uh, like Jake said, the average is 30. Current game week rank of of 2.8 million, basically. Um, and an overall rank of 1.2 million. So really continuing to struggle a bit. But uh, the team obviously did poorly. Uh, uh, Tamori with, uh, with the return, also Sterling with the assist. The bright spot in my team was bringing a Jimenez in uh, with, with a goal and two bonus and really could have had probably another goal maybe even two in the match had the one disallowed um i I have had him last week when we talked about kind of our four differential players that Mm -hmm. we pegged to be good players going forward he was one of my guys and and um and i stand by that and i'm I'm excited that 
like I came to, I'm excited I know this sounds dumb but I'm excited that I came to that conclusion and stuck by it right because there's been this year I've been really bad normally I'm really good about looking at players looking at their stats and just saying this is the guy I want or this is the move I'm going to make and I make it I'm very confident and I just go forward with it but this year I've questioned so much of what I'm doing and it just it leaves me frustrated with the game and it leaves me making sometimes decisions that I look back at them and say what was the logic that I used to finally pull the trigger and make that move so what are you going to interrupt me are you going to interrupt I am going to interrupt you I I just want to say because you you threw out that like disclaimer that we just have fun and we're idiots basically to be fair we both shouted what you shouted Jimenez and I shouted Jimenez scored a goal probably mm-hmm. should have had more and got bonus we both mm-hmm. sharded, shouted Vardy also scored a goal we sharded, we sharded Vardy we sharded Vardy and then I shouted Doherty he got an assist and only played in 45 minutes and then who yeah. else did you pick I know we both picked Mares well, who didn't I, Mares play and, and Yarmolenko who uh, didn't okay. play I don't think I think that was <laughs> so let's not talk <laughs> about those two things yeah, well, but I mean, I think that's fair with Mares. I think he he's so hard to determine. But so we do actually have good ideas. But like you like you said, you at least acted on it. I didn't bring any of those players in because I wanted to go for Vardy this week. So eh, whatever. So do you have Vardy in now? I do have Vardy in. Okay. Surprise. Right. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit then. So uh, I captained Abraham uh, and Vice Captain Sterling. Uh, you know that. That was not necessarily the best move, but but You're I welcome. went with it. So, yeah, thanks, Jake. That was Jake's idea, uh, and and I went with it again. Every time I listen to Jake, things go really poorly. So I, I need to remind myself that uh, the the plus side, I guess, is that I do have Lundstrom and Dan Doozy to still come into the game for Otamendi and Salah. I also have that issue of Otamendi now sitting in my back line with. Um, you know, Pep came out after the game and said, oh, he's dealing with some some injuries. But like the truth is that he's a bad footballer and Pep didn't want to say that publicly and shame him publicly. Um, and so I, I just don't see a world where he plays anymore. So he needs to leave my team. The plus side is uh, I still have two transfers sitting um, in my bank. So uh, so should be good to go with dealing with that problem. I have not yet thought, though, about how I want to deal with that. And this week's a little different, right, because it's a um, it's a Friday deadline. So the la- the match ends today, you know, about four o'clock our time. So you really only have a couple days to kind of figure this out going forward. So I'm going to need to spend some serious time doing that. But um, so that's how my team did. Uh, that's just just how it goes sometimes. Just how it goes. Um, Jake, should we do leaderboard stuff or not so much? Probably not, right? Because there's still another nah, match. And let's let's save it. Let's save okay. it. Okay, let me just pull up the the Slack team briefly um, and just quickly talk about the community team. So community team is also on 32 points. Again, this team's name is Marco Doesn't Matter, which makes me very, very upset, and it hurts me deeply. I, I feel angry every time I see it. Um, but this team, I actually, despite a poor game week, um, I do like the way it looks. Um, so we have Sionku. Alexander-Arnold and Tamori. Uh, so Tamori had a return there. Um, you know, the midfield, which is a, a good midfield, I think. Mount, De Bruyne, Madison, Sala, and Cantwell are the five midfielders. Uh, the, Mount, De Bruyne, and Cantwell uh, with three points each. Um, pretty brutal. 
And then they have uh, the team has Abraham, Vardy, and Wilson up top. So Vardy with the return. I think going forward, the matchups are pretty good for this team. Uh, and I do see see the team doing okay. A game week rank of 2.8 million, overall rank of 1.2 million. So ranked like right where I am. At this point in the season, that's going to basically be my... Uh, my measurements, my yardstick for success. We'll see going forward how, if, if I can personally beat the Slack community team. I think I'm going to start voting in the Slack for like literally the worst thing possible every single time to try to try to blow that team up so I can beat it. That's probably the way to do it, right? That is the way to do it. Oh, gosh. I, I am so... Two things. This was a good week to have like three points from a midfielder, though. I will say that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Yeah. Another thing. My friend... One of our friends just we we got in this argument and we'll save it for the back half of the pod. But uh, he texted uh, Sterling ranked third in conversion rate, which he's just one of those guys that no matter what we say, he has to say the opposite um, because I've been very disappointed in Sterling. And I know there's probably a question on it later, um, but but it's funny because we are. T- I was talking about how the fact that he's not that great of a finisher except when he gets to like literally pass the ball into the goal so of course he pulls a stat showing that he's got a great conversion rate of passing the ball into the goal now i'm even in a more pissed mood that's the only thing that matters i'm really angry now so (laughs) i'm pissed i'm pissed (laughs) stupid um there isn't actually a question on Sterling Jake. So do you want to vent about him just for a moment? I mean, we have yeah. we have a little bit of time before, you know, we, we can do your Jake's mistakes and then well, we'll, we'll take a break. So, yeah, let's vent briefly. So have we gotten like Man City wrong completely this year? I feel like we have, right? We talked about at the beginning of the year that uh, David was, you know, too old and wasn't going to be playing enough. We both liked KDB, but we were too scared to start with him. But that's okay. We, we brought him in early. And then, you know, Bilva too. We both said, like, Bilva's just not quite the player that we want. He's a great player, but not a great FPL player. But he's a racist, and we don't support anything that he does. Also true. But if you look, I mean, if you look at this team, if you just look at Man City, we are at the point where, I mean, we're over a quarter, we're, wait, we're exactly a quarter away through the season, right? I think so, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, uh, David is two points behind Silva and basically a little over half his price. And then uh, Bilva is only 12 points off of him and also like half the price. I mean, like, have we been doing this wrong the whole year? Should we just have... D- you know, Dilva and Bilva in. I mean, I guess now with the racist comments, it makes it a little trickier, but uh, I mean, Man City, just a mess. Are you done now? I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't No, I don't think we've got it completely wrong. I, I think that the, the scoring has been spread around. I think to, to make that move to quickly get KDB into our sides was, was right. And, and most people in the FPL world did that. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think that Bernardo Silva getting suspended here and we, we you know, is going to really change this team a lot. And, and being ahead of, you know, maybe bringing in Mares or, or David Silva could be a, a good move going forward. You know, Sterling has had, he's had a decent, for the record, Jake, like he's been okay. Like he hasn't been completely terrible. I, I don't know exactly what we're expecting from him. You know, he's gotten expected goals of six and he has six actual goals. 
Uh, he has an expected assist of three and only actually has one, which is pretty unusual. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, he could have, like, two, a couple more assists, you know, on well, the season, and suddenly we wouldn't maybe be even having the conversation. Well, and we've both kept faith in him, right? So, you're just saying hold faith longer. The, the funny thing is, is, though, is he's owned by, like, 38% of teams. So, it just comes back to those, those questions like, oh, will you get – better in your overall rank well not if you hold a guy like sterling who's owned by so many people and has over the last eight game weeks probably been outscored by half the midfielders in the game which i know is an over exaggeration but literally over eight game weeks we're talking three goals and one assist for the second most expensive player in the game it's just it's disappointing yeah Okay, I mean, I don't disagree with that. Uh, disappointing for sure, especially when we have all these other kind of mid-price midfielders that are performing at a, a relatively high level. I mean, he has 53 points, so there's three midfielders in front of him: Salamane and De Bruyne. Uh, you know, and then but then when we start going down the list, David Silva, Mount, Mahrez, uh, Grealish, McGinn, Bernardo Silva, Richarlison. You know, those first three or four are all within 10 points. Um, I guess I get what you're saying because then you can spread that money around elsewhere. Uh, but, you know, I mean, he's really, you know, let's say he had his exact number of assists, you know, suddenly he's he's the second highest scoring player, third third highest scoring player in the game. Yeah. So, I yeah, don't know. I mean, I think if any team's going to continue their threat in front of goal, it's going to be a, a Liverpool or a Man City. So, yeah. worth sure. holding, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we take a quick break or do you have any mistakes you want to talk about? I don't know. I, I mean, I. I guess holding Wilson and Pookie were a giant mistake. I, you know, I, I'm done with them. They're gone. I, I don't know if Wilson, if it's completely Wilson's fault. I feel like Eddie Howe just hates FPL <laughs> and he keeps playing Solanke next to him, which I don't understand why. Um, because they've been terrible with him yeah, up there. Eddie has, I don't know what he's doing with his lineups. It is very strange. But uh, I'm done. And, I mean, now is probably the time where he'll finally put King back up next to him and, you know, fix it. But too late, Eddie. You fucked my FPL team. Thanks. I know he was planning on doing that, too, that bastard. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm going to go back in time and prank Jake. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him good. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break, Jake, and let's get the Arsenal game on and then do the uh, the back half of the pod. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Let's do it. Okay. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Quick shout out to a couple new Patreon members, Jake. I didn't even tell you. We have two new uh, Patreon members, uh, Gaz and uh, I think it's Pawan or Pawan, uh, who both joined. Uh, so shout out to both of you. Thank you so much for your support. You guys rock. Um, if anyone else is interested in getting involved in the Patreon, you can go to patreon.com and search The Art of the Dive. Uh, you can check out our Twitter, which has a link to it, our website, divefpl.com, or send me an email or a Twitter DM with some questions, uh, and we can get you all signed up. We really appreciate anyone that can help. And, of course, that money goes directly towards vacations, booze, ladies, our wives, and extravagant trips that we pay for, sports car rentals basketball and soccer matches all across the country what else do we spend money on jake um no it's pretty i mean that's mostly it all right well vacation homes 
you know? Yeah, all right, vacation. I was having fun, like, listing all the things we spend, you know, the millions of dollars that we make per month off our Patreon on. So, kind of frustrating. Well, that's, that's all I could think of. I don't think I spend it on anything else until we get more Patreons, well, then I might, you know. That you, you, bought that, you bought that one thing. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. It's really big. It vibrates like, when you turn it on. Oh, you mean like the massage chair? No, I was talking about the giant vibrator that you use. Oh, yeah, I think you're confused. You sent no, that for me. I, yeah, I did because I'm a good friend and you asked for it. Okay? No, nope, didn't ask for it. Yeah, you, you it did. You were like, hey, please send me a giant vibrator. And I was like, okay. I, so I went on Amazon. I searched giant vibrator. Use my wife's Wait, account. did you use our ads, our sponsored ads? <laughs> yeah, of course. Masterstroke okay. dildos. Of course I bought from them. Okay, they good. pay for half this podcast, Jake. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, okay. Uh, so that's what it goes towards. So so thank you to those that, that contribute. Uh, Jake, we've got some questions about the upcoming game week. Uh, and I wanted to start with two point sex sounds writing in. Uh he said, very nice of him, any pods you do are always greatly received. I realize it's not always easy. Now Jake is wrestling Gators and you have a new job, but it's always a highlight of the week. My questions are in the slack. So I put that on there just because I wanted to pump myself up about how awesome we are and two-point sex sounds being nice about it. Um, but also you can you can post questions on Twitter um, in the slack or you can send them to us via email at theartofthedive at gmail.com. Um, today was kind of a quick one because we kind of decided to podcast a little late. And so I just quick posted on our Twitter. Hey, you know, anybody that wants to post, uh, send questions, you know, and 10 to 15 people send questions there. And we get another, you know, 10 questions or 15 questions in the Slack and sometimes a few via email. So you can send them anywhere, get them to us. We'll get them on the pod. 2.0 writes in, uh, given the erratic returns of the premium so far this season, is success this season going to be defined by an FPL player's ability to get their squad fillers to deliver? If so, who are the players we need uh, to get to succeed? So this is an interesting question, Jake. Uh, you know, I think I should read the, the follow-up too. And he says, um, FPL chef, who's a, a kind of a Twitter personality, is talking about dropping to one premium and spreading the funds to have more mid-priced players in midfield. Uh, who are the three best midfielders under 10, not KDB or anyone else over 10 uh, for the strategy? Price is not an issue under 10, purely points. So, yeah, it's a good question. We talked about it at the beginning of the season, like this idea of game theory and where it's best to spend your money in this game. Now, you and I are both like uh, are both kind of of the opinion that two premiums is a nice way to go. You have two options to pick from. Uh, but this year, if you went with one premium and then you spread your funds around the rest of the team, you're probably doing much, much better. Uh, what do you think about that part of the question, Jake? Well, I think we answered it, right? Like we talked about like holding on to Sterling for now because his underlying statistics are good. I don't know. I just don't I don't see the reason to get rid of Mane at this point in time. I mean, this was a tough game away from home at Old Trafford and he had a goal taken away. I mean, he is very like off and on, but if you don't count the game where he missed against, you know, Norwich, we're talking one, two, three, four, five goals and two assists and seven excuse me, eight games. Um and we're talking about eight bonus. Like to me, I I still like Mane and and Sterling on my team. 
So I don't know. I, I just don't. This this again goes to like the premium forwards. I'm just against premium forwards. I I think I I think you need two premium midfielders. But it has been a hard year with um, just the not crazy amount of returns by like the big three yet. What I, you about, know? We're, well, let me just know. let me interject there. What about? And I'm just thinking for myself. So I'm I'm having a pretty rough year. One point two million overall rank. That's mm-hmm. Very poor by anyone's standards, really, that takes the game semi-seriously. You know, is there, could that be like a way to, to kind of go differential? So one move I was thinking about, and maybe this is dumb and maybe it's not, but I was kind of thinking about moving one of my premiums down to like a Mares and then using those funds elsewhere, um, kind of in the short term here, at least until Bernardo Silva, you know, is back. And then I might have to shift that back. But could it be yeah, like you- a, a viable short-term option to maybe you know, come up with some differential. I think it's, I think it's a punt, but I, I mean, I think it's viable. I think you can try it, but you may like wholeheartedly regret it. Cause if anyone's going to score six goals over the next two game weeks, it's probably going to be Sterling at home to Villa and Southampton. I, you know, I would say that if you have Sala or Mane, those would be the players I'd maybe get rid of. Cause they have Spurs, who've bet i mean i don't know that's that's a tricky game and they're at home but then they have villa and man city so and then crystal palace away i I don't know i just it just seems riskier to me i am surprised that more people haven't tried it um because it does seem like people in the fpl community are a little bit more quick to jump off players but maybe not maybe that's what we always think but but I don't know. God, you sound so confused at this point. You're like a broken, well, you know what I'm you're saying? Like a broken little child. What is wrong I'm, with I'm you? I'm not trying to be broken, but it's a bigger risk to me at this point in time to do that. I guess like if Saul is healthy, then you are really taking a risk by doing it. But is it viable? Sure, because at this point in time, it would have been successful. But you know what I mean? It's like if you wait till... It's like chasing points, right? It's like your whole chasing points theory. I feel like now is the time that you'd be chasing points if you try it. Like at some point, the big hitters are going to start hitting again, in my opinion. But Mm -hmm. if we're talking of players to go after, I do agree like maybe David will continue to do well. Um, I do like Tielemans now for Leicester with his run of fixtures. Uh, I think he's going to score more than Matto personally, and he's a little bit cheaper. But, and then Chelsea, we we talked about it. We I personally was wrong. I, I said to wait on Adoy, and it would have been better to get Adoy in. It, again, he didn't score, but he got another assist, I'm pretty sure, right? Mm-hmm. Or did he score? I can't remember. Um, but yeah, Adoy or Mount, you know, maybe guys to get in. I'm a little bit nervous because Mount got pulled off early, but those are the only ones I'm super interested in. I mean, we see how it worked out for Cantwell, right? He he scored all his points right in the beginning, and now I've had him for how many weeks, and it's been completely worthless. So you have to you have to consider like that could happen too if you go for like a Villa midfielder. Maybe all of a sudden they have a bad five weeks in a row and it's a complete waste of what you were trying to do. Wow. I think we're all going to take that information and and probably go to to be top 100 in the world now, Jake. Thank you. Well, well, I feel like you're being harsh. I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't do (laughs) this. I feel like you're being harsh. 
I would not do this personally at this point in time unless I had Sala and if he's not 100% then I would consider doing it with him. Okay. All right, that's that's a good short reasonable answer to the question. Uh Emma said, "Jake's misery always makes me feel happier." Question. How are you both doing in your friends mini league? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so we have a little league, which we sometimes refer to on here with just like our co- closest buddies from college that we we all used to play collegiate soccer together. Um, and they're kind of like the guys that we're, you know, we're all friends with and, and, and spend time with one another, even though we're all kind of across the country now. Um, but Jake, we're, we're doing okay, right? I think we're, are we one, two right now? Oh, did you get the second? I know I'm still in first. That's all I know. Yeah, Jake, that's enough. <laughs> from you that really is who's won the league the last three years uh i think you have me no you know i have don't say i think you have no you know i've won the league the last three years i have i can't be 100 percent positive but if i check i can let you know yeah i'm winning i'm going to win the league again this year it's going to be crazy so four years good, good luck catching me jake you're like 25 points in front of me yeah, well, that's 25 points you have to make up. Well, it's going to happen. Ganduzi and Lundstrom are both going to bang six goals today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question uh, from Emma. Are Man United assets worth considering again? Uh, and then she says, how about new castle defenders? So let's start with um, Man United as assets. Uh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't oh, know. That's harsh. Well, really, like, what? Who? Who would you even consider on that team? Really? What about like defensively? No one. I don't well, know. So okay, they can so never the... keep a clean sheet, but they look like they always are about to, and then they don't. Yeah, they're um. So their expected goals against uh is the best in the league at seven point uh one two, and they've conceded a total of uh of ten or nine goals. Um, so Liverpool, Sheffield United, Leicester uh, have conceded seven and eight. And then Manchester United and Manchester City have both conceded nine. So defensively, actually, they're quite good. And, and you'd think they would be right. They spent um, just a little bit of money on their back line this last year. And, and you know, Ole has them, I think, as a team, probably pressing a little bit better and, and making making the game a little bit harder through the middle of the pitch. But they're relatively anemic offensively. Um, maybe a lack of, I don't know if it's a lack of creativity or, you know, lack of penetration into other teams' back lines, but I, I don't see anyone on the team that I feel very good about. Uh, I feel like, you know, for the price, a lot of those guys are five to 5.5, those backline players. And so they don't, you know, they're kind of almost in that premium bracket. The 5.5 guys I would consider kind of kind of premium, if you will, backline players. And they don't, to me, really offer much in terms of attacking. So I don't have much interest. I Is there anyone that you would consider? I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think with their fixtures being so great, I think Rashford isn't wrong to consider. But I think there's better. I think Vardy's a better pick for a little bit more. Or I I agree with you, Jimenez is a little bit cheaper and probably a better pick. But I don't think I would hold it against anyone if they tried to go for a differential and went with Rashford or maybe James, maybe. Um, Yeah, my my issue with James is just that kind of like, the types of chances that he gets are pretty hopeful like 
at best maybe to say Mm -hmm. uh you know he's got one he's got an expected goals of 1.29 at this point in the season that's i mean that's really low right just to give you some perspective uh, martial who's only appeared in four matches james has appeared in nine Uh, martial has an expected goals of 1.17 so he's very close to the same number of expected goals despite appearing in five less games And, and to me that points to the the structure of the team and the tactics of the team and what's expected of James as a player um, versus, you know, a player like Rashford or Martial who are given a lot more offensive freedom and are asked to do a lot more on the ball and and maybe receive the ball in more dangerous areas. So I don't know. James isn't a bad pick because of his price, right? His price is is decent. What about this? What about uh, Axel? We we talked about him in our group. Uh, We're like, who is that? It, it kind of sucks that he got injured, but you know he's listed as a defender at 4.4. If he played center if he plays center mid for them consistently, is that a player you'd consider getting yes. in? Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, especially, you know, because, you know, he's he's cheap. He could just slide in as one of, like, a, a cheap defender for me. And if he's playing a little further up the pitch and maybe they keep a clean sheet here and there, I don't know. Yeah, of course. But, um, but now, you know, he picked up this little injury, so... Yeah, he's but how serious to, is it, right? If it's in warm-ups? I don't know. He's a player I, I'm keeping a very close eye on. Yeah, if you put him in your back pocket, right? He's got the world record for the fastest time to do, to clear a hungry, hungry hippo board. Did you know that? Yeah, well, only because you sent that to the group. Yeah. But it is a fantastic stat. I was talking, actually, to a Manchester United fan this weekend, and we were speaking about him a little bit, and and uh, and I went to say that stat, thinking, how smart am I? And he literally cut me off, and he's like, yeah, I know, he's got the world record. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. All United fans know that. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, like, this is why I fucking hate United fans. <laughs> you like, should have been like, why, exactly you been like why. did you know you're only, like, one point above relegation right, right. now? <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Like, that's why I fucking hate United fans. They're the worst. Uh, <laughs> we lost our three United fans right yeah. there. Okay. Good. <laughs> Go Good listen to new pod. Uh, how about Newcastle defenders? Says Emma. Uh, should we should we be considering them? Um, Newcastle defenders, Jake. I, I there's not really anybody that I'm that interested in. I mean, Shar's an interesting player, but he's at 5.0, and and that's kind of tough. Um, just given the price, uh, Lascelles at 4.4 is is you know not bad, but. Again, I, I don't know that there's anyone on that team that I would really be looking at. How about you? I don't love their underlying stats. Like, yeah, they pull a clean sheet here and there, but you never know, like, what game. Um, they're they're obviously much better at home. But, I, I mean, I think, like, the 1-0 defeat to Chelsea, like, that doesn't mean that their defense is better. I do agree. Shar is a good player to have because he's offensively probably the best in the back line. And Richie would be the other player I would consider at this time, but he's not playing. So, no, I'm staying away from Newcastle. Though It's a good question. Okay. Uh, Techie wrote in, is TAA worth keeping? So, you had brought this up kind of at the top half of the pod. Two clean sheets in nine league games and no attacking returns in his last three in the league. I'm seriously considering selling for someone cheaper and moving the spare cash to midfield. Looking at Tyranny, PVA, my tip, Dorher D instead. Crazy? Question mark. Jake, is that crazy for Techie to be considering? No, I, I, and I really like the dropping to Doherty or um, Pereira still, but the problem is I do think Liverpool are going to start getting a lot of clean sheets now, so you might want to have one. 
and this is the problem now, like this late in the game, right? Like, would you consider, like, I guess, I don't know. I probably would consider still wanting to have Robbo on my team, but, but yeah, maybe having just like a Mott tip and, and going with like Doherty and, and, you know, all lower price defenders besides him would be a great way to do it. But it's just so hard to rearrange your whole team at this point. And with Mendy for us, it's not something I'm going to worry about at this point in time. Yeah, I, I tend to agree for the most part. It's not a, it's not a terrible idea. But the thing is, uh, you know, the, the fixtures do... I know that they haven't kept clean sheets, but the fixtures do get better. So it's Spurs at home, Villa away, City at home, Crystal Palace away. I, I don't know. I don't love all four of those that much. But then Brighton home, Everton home, Bournemouth away, Watford home. Kind of interesting to think maybe game week 13 or 14... For, for these Liverpool defenders, they're definitely not the lock that they were last year. I mean, they they did outperform, right? Their expected goals against last year by quite a bit. I think, I think um, if I remember correctly, you know, maybe it was like six or seven goals under their expected goals against, uh, which came down to Allison making some great saves. He was a really good keeper last year. And, and of course, Virgil making some, you know, putting pressure on players and making it really hard for them. And, and so, you know, that helps. But this year, I think they've come back down to earth a bit. Um, you know, playing good football, but but maybe not keeping the cleans. But I, I do think that cleans will come. You know, as a team, uh, they only have how many did we say? They only have two total clean sheets on the year. Uh, yeah, that's that's not gonna. I mean, I think don't you think that they'll finish with at a minimum, you know, thirteen or fourteen clean sheets like on the season? Yeah, I think thirteen is where I'm guessing. So again, that's where. It's dangerous to to get rid of him, especially if he's your only pool defender, because I think you're going to bleed a lot of points by the end of the year. Right. So that would mean in roughly, you know, 20 games that are left this year, right, that they'll, right, do I have that right? Mm-hmm. 20, no, 30 games, right? So, sorry, 30 games that are left this year, like once every three games or so, they're going to they're gonna be getting clean sheets. So I don't know. I still like having Liverpool back backline players. It's not crazy to think like right now, given the fixtures to go in another direction, but but I like having them. Um, Fark write, writes in, should we avoid three-man city players because of Pep Roulette? Um, I say no. I say you should still have three city players and just know that they're going to be rested. They score enough FPL points as a team that it's it's not a big deal do you agree jake or no yeah agreed yeah okay moving on thomas is now the time to go from Salah to mane we get this question every single week it seems like uh which of the two is better it's starting to matter less and less because they're so close in price now right isn't mane at 11.7 and Salah's at 12.4 or something um mane is 11.8 and Salah's 12.4 so yeah only half a mil in between yeah uh, now you have Mane and I have Salah. Uh, personally, I think that it's for me with with kind of what is now a pretty small price change. I think it's pretty lateral in terms of a move. Um, you know, we've we've cited this before that Salah has you know almost a full one shot per ninety extra. They have almost the same amount of key passes per ninety. Salah has a slightly higher xG uh than than Mane does they have both have almost the exact same xa so i think you get exactly what you're paying for with those two players Salah maybe has you know a little bit higher slightly higher not by a lot scoring acumen um but but Mane all the same has uh, pretty decent returning stats for 
for a player like that. He's a good premium, uh, captainable player. And like you said, Jake, we, you know, this week he had a goal taken away, although rightly so, but had a goal taken away that could have almost stood. Oh, cops, 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 run, run. Nope, they're shopping at my house. All right, well, pod's over. <laughs> I uh, let's leave the let's leave it running for the part where they kick the door down. Okay. <laughs> uh, that would be good. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Jake? You you clearly have gone with Mane. I think it's lateral for me to move from Salah to Mane. I I I would not waste a transfer on that. Yeah, I wouldn't waste the transfer if I had Salah. I I don't think it's worth going side to side. And they they still are gonna score a bunch of goals. You know, I just. You're going to want to have one in your team, but do you have nothing else to do? Then, yeah, sure, maybe if you, you want. But like you said, it's kind of a bad time to do it with Salah dropped in price and Mane now more expensive. I mean, I do think that Salah will probably outscore Mane the rest of the year, but I guess I don't I don't know that for sure. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I would just That's say do other things. Yeah, uh, and, and and we don't know, of course, exactly what the status of Salah is. You know, I, I, they're saying maybe he's going to play this Wednesday, um, but who knows? Maybe the injury is worse. So keep an eye on it. Uh, Marvin wrote in: Should we be investing more in defense this year? Feels like a decent amount of rotation, uh, and that is before the heavy Christmas schedule. Wouldn't um, we want to do less? I'm confused. I'm confused too. Maybe I maybe I wrote it in wrong. I, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say, I mean, yeah, yeah, there has been a decent, uh, let's just focus on that. There's been a decent amount of rotation through the back. Um, City's been rotating a lot. Uh, Liverpool have, haven't much. Gomez, I think, only has had one game in the league this year. Um, some of the other, Chelsea's had quite a few different players through that back line. Uh, they've been a hard read. United's been decent. Uh, Spurs, as usual, just constant rotation through the back line. Maybe that's why Poch can't pick up results uh because he's constantly just picking random players and there's no continuity in that team i sometimes feel like Potts just literally like has a hat where he's picking players out today you play today you play it's that's good. the mo- they're they are the most confusing team in the world to me and just the fact that they also almost won champions league well <laughs> yeah, at least that's they made the, the final. most confusing just- part of the whole thing isn't it I just their team's like exactly the same. What happened? They actually like were going to be better this year, if anything, because they solidified their center defensive midfield. I just don't understand. It's obviously a, a locker room issue, but yeah, I agree. I don't know what to do with that team. They must be doing a lot of uh, towel fights in the locker room, huh? <laughs> Lots of towel fights. Just guys snapping other guys with towels. Classic, classic locker room banter. Yeah, but someone obviously is not amused by the towel fights. You you were that guy in college that didn't like getting hit with the towels. Well, yeah, I don't like getting hit with the towels, of course. If I remember, you were you'd like what you'd do is you'd always like kind of run into a corner, and you'd kind of like be like, "Oh no, don't hit me with the towel!" Like that's what you'd be yelling, really, you know, mm-hmm. like that kind of. No, yeah, no, your yeah, your memory is spot don't snap, on there. Don't yep. snap me, no. You'd say, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how it was, yep. right? Yep, that's exactly. And how I took it was. that as you not liking getting hit with the towels, and I was like, "Yeah, guys, don't," you know. But you know, you you still got hit. Uh, okay, yeah. Marvin also wrote in Danny Ings four goals in four matches, complete trap, right? Question mark. It does see. It does feel like a trap, doesn't it, Jake? Does it? 
<laughs> yeah, it does. Because Danny Ings <laughs> does this every year. Like every year we're like, oh, Danny, three goals in five games. Oh, Danny, two goals in two games. Danny, six goals in eight games. And then everybody goes and picks him up. And then it's like, oh, Danny ripped hamstring in half again. <laughs> like, <laughs> Until he rips his hamstring, the man's going to be in my team. I don't even care. You, did you pick him up? I picked him up. Ah, yes. He is going to tear his hamstring this week. <laughs> yeah. Everyone stay away. That's the best advice I can give you. Stay away because I brought him in. When's the last time Danny Ings has played more than like five or six league matches in a row? I don't know, but his stats are great. So I just, I can't, I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. It's how I could get Vardy in without dropping Sterling. That's what happens. It was like, if I want Vardy, which I do... You know, like what I just felt like holding on to Wilson and Pookie was just not working. At least the the only other thing, and this was probably the smarter move, and I'll pay for it, is just sw- switching Pookie for Jimenez, just doing a lateral swap mm-hmm. and just fucking Pookie off. And that's probably what I should have done. But Wilson has been bad too. And I just think that Vardy's actually captainable in this run of fixtures. Like he just tends to score, he's on penalties. And I think Ings is the best option you know he might not be a starter every week for me but if he's healthy he tends to score goals and he his minutes have been much improved over his last few games yeah i guess the the concern for me is like last year 1600 total minutes on the season yeah no i and i don't i don't disagree with that but he's my he's gonna be coming off the bench if he gets injured i'm still probably just gonna keep him on my team you know he'll be my third striker for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. The the other thing is that we we haven't talked about this for a while, but if I'm getting clean sheets with guys like Lundstrom and Tamori that I'm paying nothing for, you know why not have Ings as my third striker? I feel I can afford that. He's not even six million. Arsenal have conceded. Did I tell you that? No, God, damn. <laughs> just keep going. I don't want it. Was it Lundstrom? No, um, we sat scored for them. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's typical Arsenal. <laughs> uh, they are a joke of a club, indeed. It's really yeah, it fun. is funny that people still consider bringing like defenders in. Although I will say, Turney is pretty impressive uh, attacking wise, but I don't think you know, like maybe he'll keep like one clean sheet for the rest of the year. Hopefully, who knows? Unlikely. Uh, Dusan wrote in, does Jake have some type of voodoo doll for the FPL community in an effort to take revenge for mocking his minus 80? I finally ditched Salah for Mane. I was terrified Salah would hurt me. Thought I'd gotten lucky when Mo didn't make the lineup. And somehow, I'm still worse off because I didn't get Rico and eight points from the bench. This is no longer bad luck. This is some kind of dark magic. I'm telling you, it's dark magic. But it's also affecting me, Dusan. So I paid the price. Yeah, I mean, as you know, if you if you use the voodoo doll, you risk its wrath. That's how that yeah. goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Indeed. I still we we still haven't talked about the fact that I haven't gotten a single point from my captain since game week one. Besides, like just playing, just fantastic. That is so. impressive. Indeed. Yeah. So on that note, Jake, who are you captaining this week? Um. Uh, so I think I'm gonna have to go with Sterling against Villa at home. Maybe even De Bruyne. Maybe I'm just going to do it. But, you know, Sterling's chances are just so much higher. I feel like it's so risky to pick Kevin. 
Yeah, Kevin is uh, likely to get a return in the match. Uh, the difference is, you know, if Sterling gets a goal, Kevin has to get basically two assists to to match him because what will probably happen is Sterling will get the goal and will probably pick up bonus points. Yeah, um, well, and Sterling more, gets like so. four tap-in chances a game and he'll finish like one of them. And then, like, De Bruyne will have, like, one really awesome chance where he, like, bikes the ball from in between half field and the, you know, the penalty area. And he'll score it, maybe hit the crossbar, and that could be, you know, that could be the game for you. If he hits the crossbar, you're done. You get you get his one assist, and that's all you get. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely have, for myself, it'll be Sterling or KDB this week. Most likely Sterling, though. Um, Villa's a, a good, you know, I think it's a good pick um, for that, just just given the, the opponent. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Have you, what has Villa's, like, record been lately with goals against? They're, well, I actually pretty, think that I mean, they're Villa's pretty, so they're, a they're pretty 14, decent almost team. 15, almost 15 expected goals against, 14.78, and their actual goals against uh, has been 13. Um, so pretty pretty close to that expected value, and they're ranked uh, one, two, three, four, five, fifth worst in the league. And City are at yeah. home. I think those things are lining up. Uh, but once again, we've lined things up a number of times this year, and a number of times uh, we have failed. So yeah, but I mean the the other options we should. I mean Liverpool at home against Spurs. It still seems like a risky game. Um. I don't hate Vardy, but he's away from home, which I, I just have tried to stay away from. Hasn't worked out for me anyways, but uh, not super interested in. And then, you know, the other thing is Chelsea are away to Burnley, and that just feels like a rough game to try to captain. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go Chelsea asset. No way. I feel like you, your only other options are like maybe considering Rashford against Norwich, but that's a pretty big punt, I feel. That's a large punt indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um so you've already made your moves this week then, huh? Yeah, I I took Pookie and Wilson out for uh Vardy and Ings. It's annoying cuz Mendy's going to be you know, not playing because he's a shit defender. So I'm probably going to have Lundstrom come off my bench uh, against away to West Ham. But, you know, there's a shot for a clean sheet there. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I got to move out of Mendy. Um, I, I, actually... I may even take a hit to bring Matip in for him because they're the same price. But but again, I talk, we did talk about how like Liverpool's fixtures aren't fantastic for defense, but... It just seems right because I don't know where else to go at that price range. But then why take a hit? Like Lundstrom is probably uh, West Ham away is is probably I, just as good of a fixture. As well, yeah, I agree. That's why I'm gonna just probably wait and hope like Matip doesn't go up in price. Right. Um. Yeah, that's all I have to do. I, I don't really know what I'm gonna do with my team. Uh, you know, I've talked about some aggressive moves that I've been looking at. I, I don't know yet what exactly I'm going to do, and we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. So I got to think a little bit on it. But all right, um, let's wrap things up. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram the Art of the Dive, online on our website at DiveFPL.com. Uh, you can download our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, basically anywhere there is a podcast downloading service. We're there because we've made it. We're famous, Jake. We really are. 
Um, if you can and you're willing, we'd really appreciate your support on Patreon. It really helps us. And uh, yeah, I hope that uh, Arsenal drop this game just for the laugh of it. We're in the 38th minute right now. It's still 1-0. And um, yeah, this way Jake will just be upset the entire day. It's a good laugh for all of us. I don't even get upset anymore. I just come to expect it. And that's literally every Arsenal fan's reality. Yeah. Yeah. Please okay, I'm a Jake. good Arsenal fan. Yeah, you are. You're following the rules. Just let it happen. Uh, yeah. Let's get out of here, Jake. I'm Marco. Wait, do you, are we not answering the, the last question? What question? The, the Rockstar? Due to oh. the absolute sack of shit. Okay, due to the absolute stack of shit of an FPL season I'm having, any new hobbies you'd recommend? Jake, did you have something in mind that you were excited to share with everyone? Well, I did. Uh, With the new house, I've been uh, putting together new furniture and also making some furniture. So I think that's a good hobby to consider. Furniture making? Yeah. The Amish do it. Do you actually like have the tools or, or knowledge to build furniture? It's been going okay. I mean, I haven't from done scratch? anything. Well, no, not completely from scratch. So, you're so like, when I mean, you say build furniture, you're saying like Ikea, I've got a list of things, to steps to do it. I've done some of that. And then I've also done some wood cutting for furniture, like a little bit. So, so, so when like, you say wood cutting, you're like, oh, look, I marked this and I cut it. That's what you did? Yeah, nothing too intricate, but That's I've made not- some shelves. I made a desk. I made my own desk, so... You're going to need to send me a picture of that so I can ridicule it. Okay. All right. That's fine. My suggestions for hobbies. Um, I don't do anything anymore except work and do this podcast once a week. So I cook. Oh, I cook once in a while. That's a good hobby, actually. That's a good hobby. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I like to to cook a number of things. Italian foods. Hashtag stereotype. Um, I like to cook a lot of meats. I do steaks often. I've got some goose sausage in my refrigerator right now. It'd be good. But that's my only suggestion for hobbies. That's good. I mean, rough FPL week, cook some sausage, make some furniture. Done. We're the ultimate men. Was there ever a doubt? Yeah. Yes, for you, indeed. (laughs) Yeah. The fact that that you're... saying that you make furniture and you're like well i've cut like three things like that's that's not manly at all yeah i mean that's that's fair but at some point once i get all the tools maybe i'll make more furniture and then you make a business out of it yeah it's a process it takes time okay all right let's get out of here jake i'm done with this uh i'm marco and i'm jake and remember you should dive <laughs>